Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Mini Review. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. And we are back in for another fun-filled movie review, but more importantly than that, this is one that you've been asking for. So this is actually our first video review. If you're listening to the audio at spirekin.com, you can check it out at youtube.com forward slash spirekin. And speaking of which, if you want to listen to any of our audio podcasts, we have over 900. You can find them at www.spirekin.com. And also remember to, if you want to support our podcast, check out our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Spirekin and help us to create more new fun content for you to enjoy. And remember to like, subscribe, and uh, hit that bell for notifications. And let's actually get to it because this is a film which we did a video, or I did a video for the first eight minutes and everyone loved it and everyone's saying, you got to do the actual mini-movie review. So we're going to do that. We're talking about... In the Heights! Yes, the 2021 film that was based on the play from 2005. And cool thing is, this is directed by John M. Chu, the guy who made Crazy Rich Asians. <laughs> and you can see that. And he's come a long Because it's really well paced. Crazy Rich Asians is super well paced. This There's no moment that drags. Also, it's visually stunning. Yeah. Uh, and he's come a long way from doing G.I. Joe uh, and Step Up 2. Step Up 2 was awesome. And Underrated. And he did Now You See Me Too. And he's getting ready to do Wicked. Oh, that's going to be good. But for, and uh, Indita Menzel is going to be the, uh, not the witch, which is a shame. But I digress. We're talking about this one. So And this is ba- and this was produced by Lin-Manuel Miranda and Chiara Alegra Juedes, who is the writer of the book that this is inspired by. So when the movie, the play came out, there was also a book. So it's like a novel adaptation that you can get. And... It's got a, would you say a good cast? It's got an excellent cast. Yeah, we have uh, Anthony Ramos, Corey Hawkins, Leslie Grave, Melissa Barrara, Olga Maredes. That was, she is... All the people I can't pronounce. She's, she was amazing in it because she's from the original cast and she just still's got it as... She crushed it you, as abuela. Yes. I cried. I cried uh, a lot. Uh, Daphne Ruban Vega, Gregory Diaz the Fourth, and... A uh, little cameo by Lin-Manuel Miranda as, as a fun character. And then Mark Anthony is in this, which I was kind of shocked. He looks his, like he looks his, like a crackhead. His voice is still so smooth, and he's so great. And then he does look a little bit like a alcoholic crackhead. He's, he's like really scummy, but he's that's like the point. He's like super gaunt and like... And the tattoos. And just, he looks like he should be like going like this, like having an itch. Yeah, he doesn't look healthy. He needs a burger. Or like four. He needs to stop drinking at like at nine in the morning with ten beers. Oh. But I know he as a person is good, but in the movie he looks. Yeah, he looks bad. In this movie, but that's the point. Uh, other, yeah. there's a couple other people involved in this, but like the main big one is Chris Jackson, who is Benny in the original play, is playing the evil and nefarious Mister Softy. <laughs> so, for those you're unfamiliar with the story of In the Heights, In the Heights is the story of Washington Heights and of a ensemble cast as they're dealing with changes in the neighborhood as gentrification occurs and it's a specific block yeah and things are changing uh, a lot of stores are closing and we're following our main character usnavi de la vega who's played amazingly by anthony ramos who in the play is just a kid who runs a boat who owns a bodega but in this one he's kind of a pillar of the community because he's a person everyone sees every morning but a bodega is a pillar of the community true it's where it's a corner store yeah, but it's 
but it's more than a corner store because I think with like the rest of the United States, when you say corner store, it's not part of everyday everyday life in Manhattan and Washington Heights and you know all of it. It's that corner store is your lifeline. That's your coffee. You're not making coffee. You get ready. You go downstairs. You get your coffee. You get your breakfast. You get your lottery ticket. You do. You get your your presidente and your ooch chips. <laughs> Like that one couple who's arguing about it because he wants the beer, she wants the chips, and then like we're gonna just compromise. Yes. And then of course the it's like you need a box of condoms, and then and then Sonny's like hit like fifteen condoms. And it's like, yeah. But that's where you get everything. Everything, and it, you pass it every day. It's not like house to car. It's apartment to subway. It's like apartment bodega subway. Go go go. Yeah, but especially yeah. like when coffee's a dollar, you can go get a, you can go get a cup of coffee. Yes, and. He is the lifeline. He is dealing with it. He wants... He knows everybody. He does. And he and he's our narrator. And he's also the... It's kind of being told in medias res. Like he's talking mm-hmm. to a bunch of kids on... And he's on an island. He's telling the story about... On a beach. Ice, on a nice beach. He's talking about all the different people involved. So you have Usnavi in his story. Because he is trying to invest in a bar that his father owned in Dominican Republic. So he's debating about leaving Washington Heights. You have uh, Nina, who is the daughter of Mr. Rosario, who's coming back from Stanford, and she's the girl that got out. She did great. Everyone loves her. She's the one that is the winner. And things did not turn out the way that they did in that she expected. Mm-hmm. You also have Benny, who is uh, Mr. Rosario's apprentice, who is or assistant, who's trying to make things hustle. They kind of cut his role out to him just being a love interest for someone. Uh, you have the girl that Usnavi loves, uh, Vanessa, who is, um, she has dreams of her own because she also wants to get out, but she just she just wants to go to Midtown. Because for those of you who don't know, Washington Heights is North Manhattan. Like, North Manhattan. It's, like, it's still as, on the island of Manhattan. As far north as you can get. It's like, and it's like, it was like, oh, Manhattan's all. It's like, no, this is the part of Manhattan that's just the north. It's not Bronx. It's, it's like, right it's like. A ways till Central Park. Yeah. To the top of Central Park. It's about a mile away in, in, in colloquial distance, right? Or a kilometer and a half. Whatever a kilometer is. It's about two-thirds of a mile. Or a kilometer. <laughs> kilometer. But so you have these going on. Then you also have the main pillar of the community, Abuelita. Abuela Claudia, who is the lady that she's been there since the 40s. And everybody knows her. And if she tells you something. You do it. You do it, and if you need help, you go to Abuela, she'll help you out. And she's just an older lady. She's a good grandma. She's an amazing grandma. And she's the one that everyone goes to, and you see some of the differences, like, uh, with some of the new neighbors. It's like, everyone else is like, oh, Abuela, no problem, we'll help you out with this, we'll do this. And the neighbors are like, oh, you're oh, you're coming to my store? Cool. I'm going to charge you $9 for this thing. Well, is- no, that was the new, so that was the new dry cleaner that came in, but it's also part of, like, the new gentrified thing. Like, rents are expensive. This is not the neighborhood guy. This is the guy that's catering towards the up-and-comers. So it's like $9 a shirt, which compared to Midtown is like on par. And he wants to charge Abuela like $147 to wash all of the hand-embroidered heritage napkins. He could have given her a break. That was giving her a break. He didn't charge the rush fee, which they legit charge if you need it fast. But I take that back. I didn't pay nine dollars a shirt for Tom. Yeah, no, it's a little more than that, right? No, less than that. Yeah. 
So all this is going on, as well as the fact that um, there's a lottery ticket that may have been sold that was worth $96,000. And so those who don't know, the store that sells the winning lottery ticket is gets like usually gets recognized. If it's the big billion dollar, million dollar lottery ticket, I think there's like a thousand dollar, you know, kickback that the winning store who sells it gets. So they're notified either way when they have a bigger winning ticket, not like a $5 or $10 or $2, which are like the only ones I've ever won, but like the bigger one. Yeah. So the store gets a call saying you sold a winning ticket for 96,000 and they're trying to figure out who won it. $96,000. Which is a lot of money. $96,000. Even and after taxes, that's, was it 50? $96,000. I said after taxes. It's I like know, but 54. it's 96000 Because that's the song. 96000 96, And so everyone's talking about... What they're going to do with it. So it, because he's the bodega guy, everybody knows him. He knows everybody. That It's so hot, they go to the pool. He's like, hey, there's a winning ticket, $96,000. Everyone's like... Wow, what would you do with 90? This is what I would do. It's a well, that's one of the big set pieces of it, and all this is leading up to a blackout. Because when he first arrives, it's three days to blackout, two days to blackout, because all these things are concurring with a huge blackout. Things happen. And the summer, if it gets too, too hot in a big city, blackouts happen. Blackouts happen. And they suck. And they're dangerous mm -hmm. because you don't, you can't cool a building if you have a high rise building and you can't cool it. That's when elderly people pass away that's when people with heart conditions and you yeah. know that need medication to be refrigerated and things like that that's when all of them have a hard time that's when there's rioters and looters and nefarious things happen and, in and this film has tons of things it's a of family love redemption um and a, a dreams because the main sort of uh, the main focus of this is the suanito little dreams because everyone has a little dream and some of them come true, some of them change in this film. And it's surprisingly well done. It's not as faithful to the musical as, as you would hope. They did change a lot of plot. A book is not going to be the same as a play. A play is not going to be the same as a movie. But it's the same length as the play. So I'm like, I can't give it like a little bit of a, you know, I could give it a, I could give it a bit because it's a great movie. It gets a little bit of, because some of the things that they did edit out, you didn't need, like, they took out a major pivotal character, uh, Mrs. Rosario, the wife of uh, Kevin Rosario and the mother of Nina, who has like a, one of the most popular songs in there. They took that out, and instead they threw in a new character who is kind of useless. <laughs> she is a... Um, she added comic relief. She, dr she dresses like a hoochie. If they gave her something else to do, like the reason why it makes sense, but... Uh, some women dress like hoochies. I don't dress like hoochies. No, you don't. Because I'm my sweater. I don't dress like hoochies. But uh, they could have taken her out. Um, they I don't have the body to dress like a hoochie. No. She owned no, it. She had, She's she, got she, had, she had work done. She's got That girl had work curves. done. And also, the, she admits she wears a weave. Like a long weave. A lot of different ethnicities wear weaves. Not, but it's like a thing. Her, like when you have hair like this, you can go get a weave and put your get your glam hair on. Yeah, but her, it's like a thing. But her thing in the play is, or the musical, like with ninety six thousand dollars, I'm gonna get a new weave. Who in their right mind is gonna spend ninety six thousand dollars on a weave? She's not gonna spend the whole 
the whole ninety six thousand. But that's like the first thing she's gonna do. She's gonna go get a new weave. Would that's you, like saying, would you buy that? <laughs> I'm gonna go get my nails done. I'm not gonna spend ninety six thousand dollars on my nails. But I'm gonna go get my nails done. True. Makes sense. Uh, but they did that. They got rid of, or they lessened the Nina uh, Kevin storyline, which is there's a whole Romeo and Juliet thing where Ben, where where Benny, who's in love with Nina, is uh, Mr. Rosario's assistant, and not he, supposed to be with her. That's the boss's daughter. He's not good enough. And also, he's supposed to inherit the business, or he thinks he is, but he's not because he's not Spanish. And there's a whole thing with that. They just take that out, so it's now Benny is Nina's ex boyfriend that. That Mr. Rosario is perfectly up, fine with. Yeah, he broke up with her because he didn't want to stand in her way for her to not go to Stanford. and. So they changed enough of it. Also, other little things like uh, where certain plot points happen, they changed it around. One sequence is that um, motivations for some stuff are changed, like uh, one of the most popular songs, Blackout. There's a whole sequence with fireworks, and originally their fireworks are used to scare away some looters, and instead now it's just, let's light the way for people to get home. Because they kind of took the looting out. out of the movie, which I thought was appropriate, because with the whole COVID shutdown, there was so much looting True. that I think it would have been too hot button. Yeah, makes sense, because there was a, and also they threw in a subplot with Sonny, which... It's really small about him being undocumented and that he needs to and But I think that's a struggle for more people than it is. anybody and thinks. It's very topical, but I think that if they they should have either they should have intensified it more. It feels like an afterthought. It really feels like it's so small. I see, I disagree. I think that was done really well because you discover it just like you would in real life. It's not like, okay, welcome, here's this character. He's undocumented. Shh, we don't talk about it. It's just like, oh, here's this kid. You get to know the kid. He's a corner store kid. You've known him your whole life. You've seen him grow up. And then you find out later, wait a second, he's not a citizen. Oh, this is going to cause problems. Wait, how are you not a citizen? You've been here your whole life. That's the struggle. I think they did it perfectly because it felt real. And also, I like the fact that they, that, Nina wouldn't get it because she is Puerto Rican and Puerto Ricans are citizens. US, right. Everybody else is not. They don't have the same. Because Dominican is not, the Dominican Republic is not part of the U.S., but Puerto Rico is a territory. Yes. It's kind of weird. Everyone's like, oh, you're, it sounds Even like. Even though the islands are like here. And here. And it's literally right next to each other. And here. More like here and here. There's a little bit of space. And. Representation of this movie was on point. You had everybody down, and they were great in this film. You had all representations. You had Puerto Ricans, Dominicans, Cubans, uh, Santo Domingans. Um, you even had you had Irish. You had um, who was Irish? They thought they just like referenced Irish. No, they referenced Irish, but also the guy's Irish. The old, new owner who moved in is an Irish guy. Uh, there's someone else. Um, what is the other? Uh, there's Honduran because the one lady she says is Honduran, and then there's a Colombian girl who's. Colombian, was it Colombian? Her dad's like Colombian it's something. something else, and her mom's something else, something else, and she like makes up what she is. So she says, I'm just from Queens. But I tell everybody, I'm from Queens. Yes. She was cute. She was, she was good. They should have kept her more on her than her. She and... was also a little bit comedic relief. She, but you had nice representation in this. And also, 
it was well done. The visually stunning. The acting was on point. There was no one who was not carrying their points. I thought the way they did the salon was perfect. I even liked the, so this one point where they have the mannequin heads with the with the wigs on it, with the weaves that you can you know buy away, get it fit for you, all that good stuff. So they have them on the shelves in the rows, and when they start to sing and start talking. Because in the salon, where especially where it's only women, it's all gossip and intrigue and what's going on, especially in the neighborhood. And so I thought the heads are perfect, like extra people in the back because they move. They like sit on the shelf perfectly. And then when they're talking, they go. And, and you can see like little characteristics, like, like they're like, oh, into it. Like look at each other. Like, oh my gosh. And then they're going, shocked and they're like, oh no, this Oh, no, he didn't. And then, like, there's parts where they just go back because that's what happens. Even if you're not participating in the gossip in a nail salon and a hair salon, especially in a, a tight-knit community, like a specific block in Manhattan, then you're still hearing it. And when stuff happens, you still go. Also, seeing the mom shield that kid, that kid heard some very messed up things. Because the one mom in there took her, her son, who's, like, probably too young to be home alone, but maybe a little bit too old and picking up on what the ladies are talking about in the nail salon and she just keeps going and then covering his ears because they're talking about the fact that this person I recycled this person and this person cheated with this person and a little saucy but that's what people talk about in the salons it is very true um the film is is long but it works and also if you have not watched the film or it's you, long, or, but it's or, but or, it makes sense. It's the same director as Crazy Rich Asians because it moves. Yes, it moves well. And when you do see this, do not end it when the credits roll. There is a stinger. It's a it's a fun stinger for something that was it, it was it's one of the the great pieces in the play that they're like fighting to take off, and then they got it to take on because of one character who does a great job in it. The Paraguay. The Piraguero. Yes. Uh, and the uh, Mr. Softy. Yes, their their uh, competitors. Comp competition is resolved. So now that we've talked about the movie itself and some of the actors and the aesthetics, let's actually get into the songs themselves. Now the songs, some of them change context, but overall, singing is on point. A lot of the the singers and actors, they all are great. Um, our main lead and. Lenny Ramos, he actually played Sonny in one version play. of the play, so he knows his stuff. Olga Meredes is Abuela Claudia. She's the original. She's the OG, so it works. And, and Homegirl can belt it out. Oh, her, you didn't think that she had her own song, but she was very, like, a um, background character. She's a little old lady. And then she has her song, and her song is uh, Pacencia okay. y Fe. Okay. So, um, out of the... I cried a lot. So out of the 18 songs that were in here, what were your top five, you think? I really liked the pool one. So 96,000. 96,000. I thought you didn't like it because of the, the whole the pop and no, locking. No, so the pop and locking thing, I love when people pop and lock. My body is not the same as their body. They, they can do things that I will not be able to do. But when they do the arm joint thing where their shoulder's now going the wrong way and they... Oh, I just, you mean... No, 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 I don't like that part. So, but that's just because their arm shouldn't be able to go in that direction. But I liked all of the rest of it. And I thought it was really well choreographed. I love the use of the water and the pool of everyone dancing in it. I 
thought it was super well done. My thing is I like the opening where oh, you have cool. animation in the opening where it's they're talking and they're doing all the moving and you see all the little things. Like you see um, uh, when he references Frodo the Shire, you see Usnavi grab the ring and chuck it. Like He's like, yep, yeah, you're not. Okay, Mr. Yeah, Baggins. Yeah, like the little doodles and stuff. And, and, but it's like when, you, when you're going to be like, okay, well... Get the chip off your shoulder. Like everybody like knows those little kind of like things. I like that. I I also really liked um Breathe. I didn't the first Breathe is the song which I it was I get Isn't it. Isn't Nina? Nina's trying to be like, I'm I'm fine, I'm fine, and she's not fine. I guess she's that. fronting for her neighborhood. Yeah. She's not so when stuff happens when you're far away, it's either you gotta give the whole background story. And or the whole story. It's not something where as you're seeing all of your neighborhood people, you can catch them up real quick. It's too big of a story. So what do you do? You hide it. So how do you hide it when these are genuine people and they say, hey, how are you? You can't be like, oh, life is tough. You'd be like, I'm great. How are you? You look great. So she's having to hide this where she was always open with her community, open with her people. And she was, she's, she's the one that got away. With her tough friends. Everyone's so proud of her. They want to champion her. And it's eating away at her to not be authentic and kind of hold everything. So it's just breathe, like just hold it together. Just take another step. And it's that internal struggle, which I totally get. And I thought it was beautifully done because there's a younger version of her where she's seeing herself dance around the um, the block, the street, interact with everybody. She's seeing, she's reliving all of her steps on how she got there. I thought that that's one of my They favorites. did a lot of nostalgia like that. And it reminded me of Only Yesterday where you have that. And that would have part of me was like, maybe they should have had it where she was like faded out or like different color or brighter. Yes. But... Breathe is not one. Okay, so so breathe, I so I like that. Breathe too. Okay, and I mean they're all so good, but it, if I had to pick like my top three, I'd say. So you got you got I, well, it's a five, but so what's your? Oh, so I would say top three. The so it's uh, ninety six thousand. Uh, breathe and what is your number one? Or what's your third one? It's it's either champagne. Or the one I can't say, Piragua. Piragua. You can say both because you said five, so that's four. Okay, so I feel like those two are really tied because they're short. They're short, sweet. I like so in Champagne, it's the the romantic pull, the the chemistry that's between them. That's the, been building this entire. The sexual tension that's between them. That's the whole thing. Is like she never pays for coffee. It's a dollar every day, but she never pays for coffee because he likes her and. She, I think she finally, I love champagne. She knows that she... No, she but, finally, it gets in her head that he likes her and he's done so much for her and she's kind of ignored it. But it was their thing. Like, hey, when I make it, hey, when I get to my goal, we'll get a bottle of champagne, we'll pop it, we'll toast you, we'll celebrate that. That's what, you know, friends do. And then, so she wants to celebrate it and say thank you. She gets it and she's kind of pouring her heart out and he's... Fiddling with the champagne bottle. He can't get the stuff off. He can't get the thing. He's like, focus on it. Oh, I don't have, um, I don't have cups. How are we going to do this? She's like, we'll drink from the bottle. But, you know, pay attention. And, you know, ends and the kids. Like, I thought that whole thing was so cute because sometimes men just don't get it. Um, and I thought no, that was... No, 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 no. We, we, we get it. But also, she, I... she has been, he's been trying so hard and he's... He's not exactly the most 
he's trying. He gets dumb around her. So he's like, oh, she probably just, I got to, she, she wants to do, she, this is what she wants. Maddie's tail is in our video now and we have a cat. So I th I thought that was one of my absolute favorites. And then the. Piragua. Thank you. Um, P. P. Na. Na na No, Ra. Nagua. Pira. Ra. Exactly. So for those who don't know, first The shave off, ice guy. Uh, Puerto Rican shave ice, different than shave ice from Hawaii or shaved ice. Shaved ice is an abomination. Then shave ice and piragua, similar. So the Puerto Rican version. P. Right. Is, is the Ra. is a block of ice and a hand shaver, and you pour it into a cup and you put the syrup on top, and it's delicious. And it's wonderful. It's mainly because it's it, you fill it up you fill up the cup, so it's more drink than it is. Because uh, with it's a, like with not a, slushy. It's not it's not liquid. It's not food. It's somewhere in between. Because you you eat the ice and then you drink and the you, bottom because you have it. And like with the with the which where it's just the bowl and you just so shave ice. It's just shave is ice. usually a cone and a it's plate. or bowl and depending on what size you get. If you get the cakey size, it's a really cute cup that looks like a daisy. Um, but it's a machine that that fully finely shaves it. It's like island snow, and it's perfect. And then you can put the the syrup or multiple different it, syrup. It's usually multiple different syrups. You rarely ever just yeah, get one flavor. And it's flavor. ribbons, and they don't melt. They don't melt because of the way it's cut. Until it's you not, like, it like disappears yeah. in your mouth like cotton candy. Yeah, it's not like a shave a shaved ice machine. The ones where you crank it and it just kind of grinds it down. It's little specks. This is not that. Same thing with piraga. Piraga, they're strips. And, you know, in Hawaii, there's like treats and stuff that you put on it or flavors or lots of extras. No, you put a, you put flavors. There's like 20 different flavors, including tamarind, which is a weird flavor for the, the, the piragua. So, but you usually do more than one. But I got the feeling that piragua, piragua. thank you, is mostly like one flavor. No, you put two. You put okay. Two. Hawaii, it's usually it's three or four. Three. Every once in a while, you'll have somebody who's just like, I want all tiger's milk. Um, so essentially the guy who is like the Michael Scott of, I can't believe just get lost reference. The Michael Scott of, I want all the syrups on there. <laughs> so I liked him because he moves around the city. And at like... No, it's his block. It's his block. It, well, he moves around, but you know, like down in Soho, there's the Coco Cherry Mango girl. Coco Cherry Mango, she only had three flavors, but it was awesome. But it's like the neighborhood guy versus the Mr. Softy truck, which is still near and dear. Hey, Mr. Softy's awesome, especially the ding 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 ding. But he's more than just the block. So it's like encroaching on the. On his territory. Right. But also, the thing is with the, the other reason why you put Agua guy. Is because his song it explains like what everyone's doing is you're scraping by. You have to work right. at it, and everyone's working at it, and he's trying his best. And this guy's coming and you're in. literally scraping by. And and it's here's a, here's a fun fact. So the Piraguay guy is played in this movie by Lin Manuel Miranda, and they had to convince him to do it because reasons behind the scenes. But for his outfit for it, the the hat, the glasses, and the the pulled up socks. That's his grandfather. He's parodying his grandfather. And in an interview, he talks about how when he showed it in Puerto Rico for the premiere, his entire family was like, oh my God, they let you dress up like uh, Abuelo, Abuelo Carlos? What the hell? Because he looks ridiculous. But it, it, it's, you know, it's a nice little nod for him for his... Uh, and I think that if I had to pick another one, it would be the Carnival. Uh, Carnival. Because they really 
pulled that in with the disparaging we've been beaten part, but like, no, we haven't been beaten. Pull yourself up, celebrate. But yeah. I like that, that thought process that, okay. you know, like, Hey, it's hot, but so what? It's been hotter. Like, yeah. let's still, let's still party, you know, like, so what if you're sweaty? And what, so what if we're, 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 we're not going to die. We're not going to die on our back. We're going to stand up for it, which is nice. Yeah. I, so I like that. I like that statement and what's her name? The uh, salon owner. Uh, it's, um, uh, Daniela. She kills it. Oh yeah, she does. Yeah. Daniela, but Daniela's that boss that you know is like gonna be really good to you, but she's gonna give you shit for anything. Like she will put you in your place. Oh, and she will talk about the guy that you like. Oh, she totally will. And she yeah. and she will if she finds out that you you had something you didn't tell her. Oh yeah. she knows everything. So for me, my top five uh are gonna be um it's a couple of things. Champagne is definitely on there, so is Piragua, those two. But the ones that really stood out for me are, um, I'm surprised you didn't say no, also I'm surprised you didn't say No Me Diga as a song you liked. Oh yeah, I did like that one. Because that one is a salon one and that's just so like catty. I like all the salon stuff. But uh, for me, one that is great is Blackout because it, it goes in from the club. The club song, not too much of a fan of because apparently that song has been cut in half. There was another part called The Fight because there's a fight in the club over, over Vanessa. And that's when they kind of split off. But it's like when everything goes to hell, it's just like you just see everyone like, open the door, open the door. Come on, we got to get out of here. We got to get out of here. What the hell's going on? Everyone's panicking. And you have like some of them going like, okay, we got to check on Abuela. We got to check on Abuela, make sure she's okay. And you have Vanessa straight up yelling at Usnavi for, he's not being stupid, but he was kind of, he was nervous and he made some, some base mistakes. And he's trying to be like, well, you did this. It's like, no, you did, you did a guy thing where you didn't realize you were doing something in, in other language that means something else. So they're having an argument and then you have uh, Sonny trying to get everybody home with fireworks and then you have everything going on. And it's the end of the first act and it's really just like so much chaos is happening and it's everyone trying to get back together. And also it's an interesting comparison because the movie opens up with lights up on Washington Heights and this is where everything goes down. Mm-hmm. And this, and it's been leading up to this the entire time because you see three days till the blackout, two days till the blackout, zero days till the blackout. Mm-hmm. So that one... it's just too hot. So there's that one. Um, not, uh, the, other, the one which leads after this is another one which I love and that's Pacencia y Fe, which is Abuela Claudia's song. It's her talking about her coming to America and her life. The struggle. And it's it's so... How she saw it from her point of view as a little girl. And now she understands it differently. And like how she talks about the fact that she constantly talks to her mother. But it's like she's just imagining what her mother would say. And her seeing how it changes in her. Just riding a subway and it just alternating. And like first she's in New York. And then everyone's wearing the cute uh, Cubano clothes. And then her dealing with everybody. And then the reception of her not knowing English. And then ending where she says she gets everything she ever wanted, and now it's... Her thing is, what do you do when you, you achieve everything. your dreams? Yeah. And she did because she got something which... Major plot point, which we're not going to spoil. And But it's this... No, this is... No, her thing is she has a family, she has home, love, and this is the point where she's got that choice to make of, should she just... 
get some. Can't make me cry on video. Should she get some rest, or should she keep fighting? And personally, I would have kept fighting a little longer, but she's. She had everything she wanted. She was happy as an old woman, safe and comfortable in her bed with all of her family. It was super hot though. Better hot than freezing. True, true. But she did say she hated the cold. So yeah. That was the only thing is this is like one summer. So it's the hottest part of the year in, in a concrete jungle. Yeah. They didn't capture, like you didn't see the whole like winter. Yeah, they never did. And I, I point that out in the first eight minutes video. I talk about the fact that they don't show them it's beginning. not like a year. It's like it's, a it's couple of months. It's just the summer. You see them just going over the summer. Mm -hmm. And finally, the last song, the, the song I think is is the culmination of this, is the opener in the Heights because it sets you up for everything. Mm -hmm. And it has a lot of the other themes in there if you pay attention. Like all the songs that are shown up are brought in there through the background. Mm -hmm. Like you hear references to Pasancia y Fe. You hear the melody of Champagne. You hear the melody of... Um, when the sun goes down a little bit, which we didn't even talk about that song because that's actually a visually stunning song, just not a, a, a not, beautiful and sad and it feels weird because, like I said, their storylines are kind of off. So the when the sun goes down feels off, but when you're home, melancholy goes into brave. Yeah. So all the songs are really good. It's just the ones which stand out. We have ours. Like, which are the ones that you guys enjoy? Let us know in the comments down below. Did you all think it was funny that the guys don't pay attention during champagne? No, no, we pay attention. And he, and he must, and he broke. He was just, he was focused on the task at hand. He's like, oh, we're supposed to do it. She bought it. Wow, this is great. Okay, how do I open it? And he's like, yeah. missing the part that she's spilling her heart out. So, and he breaks the champagne. So he's like, crap, I got to fix this. I got to fix this because he broke it. Just a little twisty part. Yeah, but you break the twisty part, you gotta, you gotta work around it. I'm not helping. I'm not helping no. at all. But case in point. But overall, it's a great film. It's well done, and it's a great summer opener. I think that this is one of those films which is great for when you're going back to theater. This is a celebration of life, mm -hmm. and I think this would be great to see in the theaters. We saw this on HBO Max. Yeah, because you need that. Surround sound, you need your seat to jiggle as their bass is going, as you're feeling the, the rhythm of it. Part of me honestly would want to see this in a theater without seats. Does it sound insane? Yes. No, re hear me out on this. Reason why? La musica. No, because you want to dance your butt around. I think... <laughs> I was... Only a little bit, thank you very much. He no. wants to dance his butt around. I think it would be better in the, if you've ever done the 4DX movie experience where the chairs move around and it hits you in the back and they they spurt a little spray on you. There wouldn't be spray. It'd be I, boiling hot. No, there would be spray. When they crack open the fire hydrant and the kids are dancing in water, that's when you're supposed to get a little spray. Okay. So I, I think it would be, and then those who don't have natural rhythm could have their seat shake in an appropriate rhythm that would uh, make them feel like they were really a part of it. I could see what you're saying. Oh, also fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. 40X. This drink is made from the stuff that you actually put into piragua. Yeah. Just melted. 
just melted. The, the, the snow is gone. Yes. And this is the equivalent to the corner store coffee. Yes. Cafe Colesia. Still, condensed milk is not a good substitute for, for, for milk. I don't it's care. It's a perfect it substitute for milk because it's canned. It doesn't have to be refrigerated and it's already sweet. So if you like milk and sugar, little chk. And by the way, that's what you put on top of a shave ice to get it snow capped. Again, snow capped? Yes. Coffee? Give me milk. That's my point. But again, issues. So out of our five point rating system for the mini review, this is no longer a mini movie, this is a full straight up review, I'm guessing. But out of our, for those of you who've never listened to the podcast before, we have five ratings going from our bottom to the top based on how we like a movie. So our first rating is Cortez said your local red box of no one writes this reprehensible piece of, well, I'm going to say it, shit. These are movies that are garbage. There's nothing redeemable about them and they're terrible. Our next rating is have on the background while surfing the internet for stuff. This could be something like you're looking up recipes, you're watching YouTube clips, you're reading, you're studying. and you Maybe just, you're stuck on Pinterest. Maybe you're stuck on Pinterest. So you just have the TV on and then you just kind of look and you see the scene that's kind of cool and then you go back to it. And there's usually one redeeming factor. Maybe it's an actor, maybe it's a line, maybe it's an iconic scene. Like a makeover montage. Then there is worth watching once on streaming or in theaters. This is, it's okay. Not like great. you should see it. It's worth watching once and then you forget about it. You know, you just have it on, you watch it. It's, it was a good time. That's it. Then there's our second highest rating, which is borrow from a friend and don't return it. Either you borrow the streaming code, you borrow the DVD, or you pay for it and you watch it. It's really good. There are some great elements to it. It's just that there is one element that may mess it up. Maybe it's too long. Maybe the soundtrack's terrible. Or maybe, maybe there is a character that you just can't stand and it, it detracts you from the movie so much. It's like, everything's great except this one guy. I wish this guy was dead, but otherwise I love this movie. And you, you, it's worth keeping, but not buying. And then there's our highest rating, which is really, really, really cool. Effing cool. Uh, yeah, effing cool. Um, if you don't watch it, you're wasting your time because it is amazing. It's worth watching, indulging, and checking out. There are great elements to it. There's a great storyline. There's great music to it. So I say stop what you're doing watch it right now. You're saying really, really, really cool. I think cool. I actually am going to, even with the changes, I think this is really, really, really cool. It's worth watching now. Definitely checking it out. It's a great film. Um, and not just because of the nature of it, not just because of the fact that I'm kind of biased. Like I said, uh, New York guy, also Puerto Rican descent, so I, I relate to a lot of the stuff. Also, Abuela Claudia reminds me of my abuela, it reminds me of my grandmother, and you know, it's kind of the feels there. But it's a great movie, it's a great musical, and there is everything that you would need. There is some action to it, there is romance to it, there is drama, there is a plot which is a little convoluted, but not bad. And even with those detractors, it's still a great film, I think. And it's definitely worth checking out. I really like it. Stop what you're doing, go watch it. Yes, uh, and um, so I think that's all we can really say about this. No longer many review, we did a full review of this, but you know what? It's our first YouTube video for, for a review that's an actual full review. So uh, if you guys like this, uh, let us know what you think in the comments down below. So for the random question for the day, we got three options. Option number one, 
It could be, what would you do with $96,000? $96,000. Number two, what is your topping of choice for a piragua? Tamarind. No, 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 no. Limon or cherry? <laughs> or cocoa if you're a weirdo. I know my shave ice flavors. I know your shave ice flavors too. You're the one who likes you. Well, anyway, that's a whole other topic. Like we could ask, is shave ice or piragua better? But no. And the last one, what was your favorite song in this film? Yeah, 100%. So those are the three random questions for the episode. Remember to like, subscribe, share with your friends. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned for some more fun videos. I'm Greta. I'm Zan. Keep watching movies. And have a great day.